Have you ever experienced depression and anxiety after being in a toxic relationship? A narcissistic relationship, an abusive relationship, an emotionally manipulative relationship? What might that actually look like? A lot of times people struggle with depression in and out of toxic relationships. I want to be able to talk to you today of how narcissists can actually lead to these emotional struggles and what to be able to do to help you move forward because otherwise it's so easy to get lost in it, to get lost in the emotional confusion, the emotional manipulation, get lost in the depression, the anxiety, wondering if you're good enough, wondering how to even move forward. A lot of the people that I work with are coming out of narcissistic abusive relationships that the thought process has been conveyed to them so many times that they're not good enough. Sometimes leading to depression, sometimes leading to suicidal thoughts, sometimes leading to high anxiety, sometimes leading to high stress that has impacted their lives in so many different ways. Many of the people that we talk to, they've been impacted in negative ways in all aspects of their life. They've been impacted with depression and anxiety that has actually impacted their relationship with their kids. They're not able to connect with them as much. They're not present when they're with their kids. It's impacted their version of themselves. It's impacted their self-worth, their value. And as a result, they don't invest any time into themselves. They don't work out. They don't eat healthy. And a lot of that just puts them in this continual cycle of feeling bad about themselves. They don't invest into friendships, into relationships that would actually help support them because they feel bad already. They feel depressed. They're not going to go out there. They're not going to interact with other people, even healthy people. So as a result, it keeps them isolated even on their own and doesn't help them move forward. They don't have a purpose and a drive. They don't have the motivation that they used to have, and they're not willing to actually look for in that moment because it feels like everything is boiling down to this piece of not being good enough, not being worthy. And the depression, the anxiety, the stress that rises from this seems overwhelming and seems like it's going to absolutely break you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Why did you understand today that it is possible to be free? It's possible for you to actually move forward and become the person that you're called to be, to be free of the depression, the anxiety, the stress, the things that are controlling you. But once you understand first where some of this even comes from, sometimes people think, oh, I'm just a depressed person. I just have a lot of anxiety. It might be because of the relationship that you're in. It might be because of the toxic person that you've been stuck with for a long period of time. You see, narcissists start to bring about this depression, this anxiety in your life, first off with emotional manipulation. Being able to control your emotions, being able to manipulate what you feel, what you think. Narcissists oftentimes use this emotional manipulation to just continue to have control. Control over the situation, control over the narrative, control over the environment, control over the image of what you see and what other people see. Oftentimes, this comes about in gaslighting, confusing your reality, switching your reality with something that's completely false, completely fake. Maybe it's putting you into giving you silent treatment. Maybe you start to question and doubt, like, what did I do wrong? Like, like I must have done something because he's acting different now. Maybe I've done something because he won't talk to me now. 
What's wrong? Why is this happening? And the silent treatment is typically meant to be able to control you and put you back under in a subservient role of like, you're not doing what you need to do. So I need to make sure you're here and you're doing what I want you to do. It's a way to punish you. Maybe it could just be the constant criticism, the things that he's doing on a day-to-day basis that's slowly chipping away at you, your self-esteem, your self-confidence, your body image, all these different things where he's commenting about your weight, he's commenting about what you're wearing, he's commenting about your decisions, ultimately chipping away at your thought process and making you think that you're not good enough, you can't figure it out, you can't make decisions. This oftentimes will lead to an overwhelming feeling of depression overwhelming feeling of anxiety. Feel like, I don't know what to choose. I don't know what to decide. I don't know if I'm allowed to. And it leaves you in a high state of stress, a high state of confusion more often than not. Maybe you're at the place where he's belittling anything that you do. He's belittling your achievement. He's belittling when you help. He's belittling like when you try to support. And it just manipulates you into believing that you're worthless, that you're not good enough, that you don't amount to anything. I need you to understand here and now your worth is not determined by another person. Your worth is not determined by what he says about you, by what he communicates about you. But it'll feel like it because this is the person that you love. This is the person you care about. But he's not actually demonstrating that or showing that back. The other piece that brings about a lot of depression, anxiety, and stress is putting you in isolation and making you dependent on the narcissist. Now, when we talk about this piece of isolation, typically the narcissist is not trapping you in the room and telling you you can't leave anywhere. He's typically isolating you slowly, slowly pulling you away from your friends and your family, isolating you from the people that you love, isolating you from people that could speak truth into your life. But he's going to slowly put wedges, whether that's triangulation, pitting you against someone else, whether that's slowly telling you one thing that another person said that they didn't say, whether it's him just saying, I just feel uncomfortable. Like, they, I just feel like they don't like me. I just, I'd rather you spend time with me. Like, I thought we were going to spend time together and trying to take the, the attention that you're giving anybody else and get it back on him. You see, an narcissist wants to have all the attention, all the validation, all the admiration, wants to make sure that you're focused on him, not on anyone else. What this does is it creates this dependence where you start to look to him for everything. You see, narcissists will isolate their victims, will create this dependency, and will confuse you because they'll take anybody out of your life and you'll be and he'll be the only one that you can actually go to. So you start to develop your dependence, your thoughts, your ideas, your strategies based off of him because that's the only person he lets in your life have influence over you. Narcissists will keep you away from friends, keep you away from families, will start to increase your loneliness and intensify depression, anxiety, and stress. Think about this. He might have insisted that you cut ties with your loved ones. He might have insisted that he didn't feel right about how they were acting. He might have developed this idea or this thought process or concocted this story of like, oh, they don't like me because of X, Y, and Z. And as a result, You need to go into contact with them. You can't be around them. This isn't what I want. They're causing a divide in our family. When in reality, he's the one causing the divide. But he's trying to pit it on someone else so he can isolate you. If you're in a relationship where he's keeping you from other people, or when you go out and hang out with friends, you feel the retribution of it later. You're in a toxic relationship. He's not willing to let you grow. He's not willing to let you thrive. He's not willing to let you be the person you're called to be. Instead, you have to be the end-all, be-all for him. 
That's it. You can't be someone else. You can't go with someone else. You can't interact with someone else. You can't spend time with friends. It has to be with him. There's going to be different levels, different degrees of this, but it'll still happen where narcissists will try to isolate you from sources of encouragement, from sources of support. The other piece that brings about depression, anxiety, and high stress is this term that we talk about walking on eggshells. Walking on eggshells means that you're fearing the reaction. You're fearing what's going to happen on a day-to-day basis with you and with the narcissist. Now, this is going to be as simple as like fearing what's going to happen when he comes home. Did he have a good day? Did he have a bad day? How is he going to respond this way? Sometimes you see this, and this is prevalent even in homes that have been raised in alcoholism, where the dad comes home and the kids are like, I need to judge how he's going to react, how he's going to respond. Is he good? Is he bad? Is he abusive? Is he not abusive? And this almost like hypervigilance comes about, leading to this high stress, this high anxiety where you're trying to make sure, okay, can I figure this out? Can I make sure everything's okay? Or do I need to worry about it? And so a lot of times this anxiety will be where you never know. Is he going to lash out? Is he going to hug me? Is he going to hit me? Is he going to hold me? Is he going to care for me? Is he going to lie to me? And back and forth, it gets more and more confusing. You get more and more anxious about saying or doing the right thing. And if that's going to trigger his anger. The other piece that comes up is self-doubt and low self-esteem. You see, narcissists erode this over time. Like constant criticism, devaluation leads to having this deep sense, uh, deep-seated self-doubt, contributes even more to anxiety, to depression, making you wonder, am I good enough? Maybe he's been undermining your confidence. Maybe he's been leaving you feel worthless. Maybe he makes you feel like you're not good enough. And as a result, you continue to try to do better, continue to try to help more, show up more. And it only produces more anxiety and stress thinking this may get better, but it never does. Last thing I would say is unresolved trauma. Like toxic relationships create these deep emotional scars that if you don't actually address them, if you don't actually work on them to heal them, it leads to ongoing depression and anxiety. We try to help people with this. So first breaking the trauma bond and moving you forward in a healthy way and then starting to build healthy habits. Because if we can build healthy habits into your life, you'll start to see how to actually be free. You'll start to see how to actually move forward. I was talking to someone just the other day inside of our Thriver community, and she was like, today is like the sixth day that I've actually shown up for myself. The sixth day I've worked out, sixth day that I've actually journaled. And we're like, this is awesome. She's like, I haven't done this in like six years. And we're like, this is great because we want to make sure that we're actually helping people develop new habits, develop new lifestyle, be able to move from the depression, the anxiety, the stress into who you're actually called to be. It's one of the hardest things, but the most rewarding things to be able to help people. If I can help you with this at all today, please go to rawmotivations.com. You can sign up to start your journey at Clarity Challenge inside of the website there, or you can reach out. You can shoot me a message. You can grab a one-on-one, whatever it might be, because I want to make sure we're providing resources to help you move forward and to heal and develop. This anxiety is going to be crippling. The depression is going to be debilitating. It's time for you to start investing in you to move forward into the version that you're called to be. 